Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. You're listening to Simply Stogies, a monthly podcast dedicated to the cigar enthusiast. Light up a stogie, sit back and relax while James brings you along on his journey as a new cigar smoker. Simply Stogies will review cigars, discuss topics that cigar aficionados find important, and will probably learn a few things along the way. Now, here's your host of Simply Stogies, James. Welcome. To Simply Stogies, I am your host, James. Today, uh, we are at Capital Cigar Lounge in Lincoln, Nebraska, on location with Jeff Gaston, who is the uh, owner, creator, founder yeah. uh, of, uh, of Gaston. Uh, what, do you, what, what do you call it? Just Gaston? Yeah, I guess it's just Gaston. There's a lot with it, but that's pretty much it. And we're going to talk about that. He makes ashtrays beautiful ashtrays i can't wait for everybody to see the picture uh of this that he gifted me today which is it is a fantastic it's got my name engraved on it it's got the simply stogies logo in the middle it's fantastic we've got a lot of great stuff for you the listener uh around these ashtrays so uh please stay tuned for that uh but welcome to the uh, show jeff thank you uh so we're here like i said at capital cigar lounge uh lincoln nebraska It is a fantastic spot this is your home lounge yeah actually we're just up the street (laughs) <laughs> right up the street and this is it is a beautiful spot it's largest space it's simply stogies.com and you can uh take a look at it we did a lounge review of it uh tony austin and jeff great guys uh jeff's a humidor coach austin and tony are uh, the co-owners uh, of capital here when you're in lincoln nebraska this is the spot to go so before we get to jeff i want to invite you the listener to go to creativebraincandy.com and check out all of the great family of podcasts we have there including Eyes Forward March. Eyes Forward March is a podcast from a couple of guys, a couple of NCOs in the National Guard uh, that will talk about everything uh, that NCOs need to know about. They talk about what life is like as a full-time National Guard member, uh, what NCOs do, how they should network, and really how to prepare to get out of the military when that goes, uh, when that happens for you, and all of the things that go along with being in the military. Eyes Forward March. CreatorBrainCandy.com and check out the other great podcasts we have there and Twitch streamers. Uh, and that's all the shilling I think that I've, I've got to do uh, this morning, Jeff. Thanks so much for coming in on a Saturday. Sit down with me. Hell yeah. So let's get, uh, let's get to know you. How did your cigar journey start? Uh, okay, so I used to work on the road um, about 350 days a year. I was, uh, I went to school for non-destructive testing, which is a fancy word for a welding inspector. And like my specialty, there's a, there's, I mean, millions of different inspection types, but my specialty is, uh, advanced ultrasonic inspection, which I got into that because I'm a huge audio nerd. And then, so I understood the sound part very easily uh, but the easy way to explain it is like when you, when like a woman is pregnant and she goes and gets ultrasound of the baby, that's what I do into welds and steel. So I can tell like it, like, let's say it's a new weld. I can tell if it's cracked, if there's porosity, which is like trapped air, which will crack, um, voids. I mean, you never know what you're going to find. That is way over my head. Yeah. And like, I don't work on the road anymore. Uh, I work for the state of Nebraska in a testing lab. So 
if I'm not doing ultrasonic inspections, I'm pulling steel apart because you're testing strength. That sounds like a lot of fun. It is fun. I mean, like some like uh, yesterday we pulled a anchor bolt apart, which is like so. Like when you go down the interstate and you see the signs that hang over the roads, yeah. the bolts that hold those down are probably four or five feet long. So we got to see if they're actually, if they're tensile strength, which is the strength, like if you pull something apart, is 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 what it's supposed to be. We'll put it in the machine and pull it apart. And those bolts are like, I mean, they're as big as my forearm. So, I mean, it, it, it sounds like a, a bomb goes off. So it's like you work with your hands a lot, work with your ears a lot. A lot. I mean, my, my dad was, uh, you know, we... We don't buy it; we build it. So it's second nature to me. And you can tell from your from your ashtrays. What's your Instagram account? Gaston Cigar with GSTN Cigar. GSTN Cigar at GSTN Cigar. Go follow him right now. He shows you. Like I saw a, a little Instagram video where you were putting fire to the uh, to yeah. the ashtrays. Yeah, that was a little torch. It, the little torch is fun, but I like the big torch. <laughs> well, who would when we do bulk right stuff? Like I mean. It's, I mean, it's loud. When you click that thing to inject the propane, I mean, it's, it is fucking loud. So how did you get started with cigars? When I was on the road, usually you work every day 10s or 12s, like uh, 7 to 7 or some shit. Oof. But with when you're dealing with welders, you luckily are involved with a welder's union. So they get every 14th day off. So it's pretty much every other Sunday. So when you're on the road, you know, some jobs, I mean, I might be in a job for a year. So I'm living in my camper, living in a hotel, whatever. For a whole year. For a whole year. And that's if the job is that short. How does your family handle that? Well, I'm divorced. I'm married now. Okay. But from, from before, when you were doing this yeah. all the time. No it? kids until I got off the so, road. So it's a hard, it's a hard. Oh, it's a hard life. I mean, if, if you meet somebody that's working on the road like that and they're not divorced or, you know, all the cliches, they're out there for, I mean, it's a hard life. Wow. But like when, when I would, you know, you pretty much camp where everybody else is camped because it's hard to house that many people. Right. And some guys were just in the smoking, it's smoking cigars. It's, it's one of those things where it's like when I was younger and I was a truck driver because my dad was a truck driver. If you don't smoke or chew, there's something wrong with you. It's like the saying. <laughs> so like I didn't, I like I'll do pouches, but I never got into chew because yeah. I just have too much of a spitty mouth, which you'll hear on the mic. Sorry, but like, <laughs> uh, there was just guys who were really into cigars, and I always thought it was interesting. Loved the smell of them, and when I tried them, I was like, man, I don't like this is for me because I had had them in the past. And the guy, one guy that I met on job was like, well, you're not you're not smoking good ones. You're smoking like gas station junk or whatever. Like and the black and milds. And the, for sure. Yeah. Those uh, like a, a where it's not even a flavor, just purple. That's a flavor, you know, yeah, purple is a flavor. And uh, <laughs> in some parts of the country, purple is a flavor. Yes. They uh, once they once they got me onto them, I was like, and I, I was hooked because I'm a research junkie. So once I started researching and, and all that, I, I was still very like, I might have one every couple months, but I liked researching it. And this is going to, this is actually weird because of, I'll tell you at the end of the story, uh, it's kind of full circle was like when I grew up, 
my grandfather died before I was born, but he smoked like three packs of cigarettes a day, like oh, wow. old school. Yeah. And my dad saw him go through, you know, stage three, all that stuff. So my dad was like, no cigarettes, no chew. Me and my brother grew up with my dad. Our mom lived in a, uh, they were just divorced. We ended up with our dad. Sure. So I was never real. I was always like, oh, it was like ingrained, like no tobacco at all. And then my dad got throat cancer. And I was like, even after not touching this stuff his whole life, at 56, he gets throat cancer. It was kind of like, fuck it. Yeah. All in, like full throttle. And he 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 made it. My dad is the worst. He is the Gaston curse, which is a true thing. He had throat cancer, got over it, got COVID, oh, and was on um, a tube for a month. And they we got multiple calls from the doctors that were like, "Keep your phone on because he's probably not going to make it through the night." Oh wow! Made it through it. Good for him. Then he he lost like thirty five pounds during that. And oh. my dad's like a pretty fit guy. Then he fell. And dislocated his shoulder at work because he was too weak. And my dad refuses to not work. And he just called me last night and said he has throat cancer again. It came oh, back. No. So, I mean, it's like, I, I don't know. Like, it sounds so cliche and stupid, but it's like every day I'm like, th thank God I got it. I'm drinking. I'm, I mean, I'm two drinks right now at the same time. Full throttle. Let's do it. You only go through this life once. Yeah. Right. And you, get, you can get killed walking your doggy. So live fast, die ugly. Uh, that's the words to live by right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hope, you know, good luck to your dad. That's, that's terrible. Uh, but that reminds me, Janice Coffee Roasters, they have a, a, a coffee blend called Fuck Cancer. And all of their proceeds go to, uh, uh cancer research. So JaniceCoffeeRoasters.com, I think is the, the website. Fuck Cancer. P-H-U-C-K. Cancer. Uh, go check that out because uh, it's a worthy cause. And we do. This is a lifestyle that has some risks associated with it. Certainly not probably as much as a cigarette. No, actually, uh, again, research junkie, uh, any form of cancer brought on from a cigar is less than one percent. Right. Yeah. I used to be uh, a pack a day Marlboro Red smoker for 15, 20 years. Quit that. I was tobacco free for Seven, eight years when I when I picked this hobby up and the, it was, took some convincing with the wife. Like, no, 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 you don't understand. It's only going to be it's only going to be once or twice a week, sweetheart. I just want to go outside, <laughs> get away from from yeah. the toddler for a little bit. That's all I want to do. And now it's turned into uh, lunchtime. I'm going to go have a cigar. Uh, dinner time. going to go have a cigar. Uh, but I mean, that's just the way it goes. Is that, is that how it went with you? Because you, it sounds like you started yeah. slow. Yeah. And then you really picked up. What was the cigar? Do you remember that made you go? Oh, this is it. This hobby is for me. Ironically. This it was the 556 Garrison at Capital Cigar when they had their store south of here. I walked in and I basically just I can't remember his name. I think it was Dusty, but I told him, you know, I said I kind of smoke, but I don't have a clue what I'm doing. And he's like, you know, this is a good one for you know. I, I lost most of my taste buds when I was a kid, so I like a little bit of spice, a little bit of strength, and all that. And I like a lot of strength, but uh, he he was like. At the time, I think they moved to San Antonio, but at the time, they were uh, Warfighter was made like 20 miles yeah. south of here. Jeff was uh, in the episode that's going to come out in a couple of weeks. Take a, a look at it on YouTube, guys. Uh, it's going to be Tim and I and uh, the Humidor Coach here at Capital Jeff sitting down for cigars and coffee on YouTube, uh, and we're going to talk. And he talks about that how Warfighter was here, and then because of taxes, they had to move. But yeah, so Warfighter is what got you started. It's great that you remember that, and you're actually smoking it now. I'm smoking. Uh, the LCA Sigabon, 
That's pretty good. How's that warfighter treating you? I love it. You do? It's like, I, uh, Jeff, I wish I could remember what it was. It was a Crux, mm-hmm. but I can't, it was like a teal label. And that's what I was smoking earlier. It was great. Once I saw the warfighter up at the top, I'm like, oh man, I haven't had that forever. I was like, yeah, give me that thing. Give me as big as one as you got. Yeah, absolutely. Which that reminds me, if you're listening to this, uh, you're going to get a little sneak peek here on what's coming up on that cigars and coffee. Uh, we have a five pack, Simply Stogie's five pack at Capital and at Safari. Uh, and the one here at Capital, I'll, I'll go ahead and pimp that one, uh, because that one has in it, uh, this Sigabon that I'm smoking now. It has the LCA Vince and the LCA, uh, Buena Ventura, I believe it's called. It also has a Cavalier White series and it has, uh, the Kintsugi, which is really good. You should give the Kintsugi a try. The Alec and Bradley Kintsugi. Uh, give Jeff a call, 402-430-0266, uh, and, uh, tell him that you want the Simply Stogies five pack and he will get that out to you. It's $55 shipped if you live outside of Nebraska. So you actually, this is your home lounge. You, you live a, a little bit away. Yeah, I live like 30 minutes south, tiny town. How did you get into making ashtrays? By complaining. About ashtrays? Well, yeah. Okay, so my wife bought me an ashtray last year off of uh, Etsy. And when I was using it, I was like, man, I just kept, every time I smoked, I'm I'm a very uh, blunt person. And I just like was kind of mumbling under my breath like, Oh, so stupid. Why would you make it? This is so dumb. <laughs> and I kept saying, you know, like whoever made this clearly does not smoke cigars because there's no functional way to use this. And after, you know, me complaining, she just said, why don't you just go make one then? Uh, you know, because I basically said, thanks for the gift. It sucks. <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> something I would say to my wife. Thanks a lot. This is terrible. So I, I went and made one and I, I at the time, like my only social media then was Snapchat. And I was barely on it. And I just put it up just saying like I was hand carving then. I didn't really have a lot of tools and at least to do this stuff. And I uh, just said, you know, this is this is pretty cool how it turned out, you know. And somebody said, can I buy that? And I was like, you want to buy it? So I was like, okay. So I sold it. Well, then I'm back to square one. I don't have one. And it just repeated. And I remember telling my wife, like, I think I might have something here that I'm not even aware of is happening. And at that time, uh, we just had a basement, no garage, no shop, anything. And I would have to work down there. Oh, man, our, we have a daughter. And at that time, she was an infant, like a couple months old. So it was all based around, you know, naps and sleeping and oh, yeah. stuff like Very that. Very familiar with I'd that. have to go out in the yard and cut mm-hmm. during naps and baby monitor sitting on the wood and all that junk. But uh, I just kept doing it and it just exploded. And then I started it into an actual business on September 1st, last year, 2020. And it just hasn't stopped. I mean, we're sh- shipping internationally and they're beautiful asteroids. Go to uh, your Instagram uh, at GSTN cigars and you're going to see some of the stuff he has. Do you have a website where you sell same thing? Yeah. Same thing. Gaston so cigar, Gaston cigar.com, GSTN cigar.com. You actually brought a gift for me, which I am very thankful for. This thing is beautiful and I'll put a picture up and it'll probably be the picture uh, that you see uh, if you go to simplystogies.com and you're listening to the episode uh, there and you'll see it on the Instagram uh, at Simply Stogies podcast. Uh, it's beautiful. It's got my name engraved on it. 
uh, and it, my name is spelled correctly. My last name is not an easy name no. uh, to, 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 to get right. Uh, but he, he nailed it. And it's got the Simply Stogies logo in the middle of the actual ashtray. And it's absolutely gorgeous. Thank you so much for Appreciate this gift. It. This is, it is fantastic. Talk to me about the process of making them because you actually have different models, different. Yeah, they would. I they I would say different models of ashtray you for do sure. Different styles. Uh, this one, it's got it's two cigar rests on it. It's very large. I would say ten. It's uh, eight by eight. Eight by eight. I was eight close. by eight by two inches thick. Yeah, it's it is. It's got some heft to it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, you know, I have a cigar. Like, if you go up in my closet in my office. I always say, like, if people come over to our house and they see what I have personally, they they would say, this guy sucks because I keep all the screw-ups because I don't want to throw them away. Right. So it's like you can have everything down. And I have a background in manufacturing, too. So it's like, but you can have everything, like, this thing is ready to cut. And you cut it and you go, no, nope, there's a mistake. So it's like, that's what I keep. Right. So, But uh, that one is called, it's called the Wade versus Evans which is my one of my favorite sh- uh, movies is uh, 310 to Yuma. That's a great movie. And so it's the I just kind of was like trying to take like the battle of those two guys struggling through the movie. I know it sounds like really weird, but that's just how my brain works. And that's why it has that. I made that stain as a custom stain. It's called the Ironwood Cloudburst, which is named after. Uh, town in Michigan that I was at for about nine months called Ironwood, Michigan, because when you're up that close to Lake Superior, it's different than the Midwest because it's it's pretty much it's always gloomy. But when you see you don't it doesn't rain, you see it coming like it's like a cloud floating. You're like, it's going to rain in 30 minutes and it'll rain and then pass over you from the lake. Right. Or Great Superior, I shouldn't say lake. But yeah, so that's why it's got the two cigars you know, they're opposite. They're facing each other. That kind of like old westerny look with the oil it rub does. brass. It, has and- the, it does have the oil rub brass on it uh, on the four corners, which is a, it's a beautiful touch. It just kind of sets it off. Yeah. I think it is absolutely gorgeous. I can't wait for you all to see this. Uh, you know what? I may probably just take a picture of it today and throw it up on my Instagram because it's just so fantastic uh, looking. This is going to be this is probably going to be my everyday ashtray now. And they're they're all I mean. It's like the the one that started all of this is the Country Pine Scorch. And when I first made an ashtray, it's like when you when you download like iTunes or Spotify. You're like, okay, I have every song ever made in my hands. Yep. What do I download? Blank. So I was like, okay, what what cigar do I like to smoke? And at the time, which it still is, is uh Firethorn, uh Southern Draw, Firethorn. So I thought, how do I take this and put it into an ashtray? Well, I was like, well, it has to be burnt because it's fire thorn. Yep. You know, it's spicy. So I just started going from there. And I was like, what What do I do when I smoke a cigar? I drink and I, I'm a huge music junkie. So I just never have a place for my phone. So that's why the phone rest came into play. I love those. Those look so great because you've got, if you go to his Instagram, you'll see it. You can set your phone down. It's got a phone holder on it, so you can set your phone down. You can be watching videos, listening to music, whatever. It's got the ashtray there, and then it's got a coaster. It's got a coaster for your drink because, like most most of us that uh, enjoy cigars, we enjoy an, a beverage, adult or otherwise, while we're smoking. 
And so it's got the coaster and you can get the coaster part engraved. You can get engraving anywhere on it. Where do they start price wise? Your anywhere from probably like thirty four dollars. I try and that's the thing. It's like I try and make it for you know every scenario, every price range. I think the big focus next year is I want to make like a single small cigar. Really focus on that. Like you know maybe I live in an apartment or I don't have any place to store it. My my biggest problem is I'm kind of a hermit, and <laughs> when I started making them, I realized like wow I. I don't have a single ashtray that offers two people to smoke. And it's like, oh, I guess people probably have friends and smoke with them. And so I had to make some two. Some people do. I don't. But some people do. And, you know, it sounds weird to say, like, oh, I'm testing out an ashtray. But they're like the modern ease. That came from when I was outside smoking and my phone was dying. It's like, well, now I can't charge my phone because the charger cords at the bottom. Why don't I just make it so you could still have it set in there with the phone cable having access? So that's where that came in. And, you know, it takes a lot of, like, trial and error like anything else, but got it down, and it seems to be everybody enjoys it. No, this it's they're, they're beautiful ashtrays. You've got to, I'm telling you, go buy an ashtray from Jeff. These are absolutely gorgeous. You can get your name engraved. The one that he gave me and the one we're going to actually do a giveaway. Yep. Uh, for one lucky listener, if you're listening to this right now, go to simplystogies.com and find this episode uh, there. This is going to be episode, I think, 53. Uh, if it's not, you'll see it. Uh, you'll see it. It's the one with, uh, it'll be a conversation uh, with GSTN is what I'm probably going to call it. GSTN Cigars. Uh, and leave a comment. You leave a comment on the website. And you'll be entered automatically into a drawing that will happen, let's say, this will go live May 1st. Let's say this will go June 15th. Leave a comment between May 1st, 2021 and June 15th, 2021. uh, And you will be entered into a drawing to get uh, an ashtray, just like the one I have here. Uh, What did you call this again? The Uh, Wade versus Evans. Wayne versus Evans uh, from the 310 to Yuma. And he's going to engrave this for you. Yep. So it's a $92 value yep. that you're going to get for free. And because you're a listener of Simply Stogies, and let's say you don't win this, but you need an ashtray, this is the place to go. What's your website again? GSTNCigar.com. Enter code Simply Stogies for 15%. 15%. 15% off, off. everything. Off everything. You cannot beat that with a stick. And I appreciate that. And I know our listeners do Hell too. Yeah. Uh, help. Help support uh, Gaston Cigars because he does really great work. Let's talk about your stash at home. How many cigars do you have at home right now? Ooh. I, okay, well. Like, just spitball it for me. I'd say 300. Okay, that's a, that's a decent amount of cigars. And it's, my wife makes fun of me for this. I have OCD. I have ang- I have insane anxiety from OCD. I have to take a lot of anxiety medicine. And, um, so my cigar, okay. So like if you open up my closet, each, I, I use tubs. I don't like humidors. I like the tubs. Yeah. You like, like the, uh, uh, plastic, like the, uh, Tupper doors. Yeah. 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 I use those. So if you open up, it has each, each tub is by strength and then each tub is wrapped in, uh, in a packet of information sheets on each cigar that describes the photo, where they were made, everything. You don't want to look in my humidors then. 
Because it's just everything is thrown in there willy nilly. I have to play Tetris to get stuff to fit. <laughs> do not, do not look inside my humidors. But you, so yours are like you are organized. Psychotic. No, and I have a I have a master book, which that's organized by strength, and it do has. You, do you do reviews on cigars? Just personal I, reviews? I don't do reviews, but in the book I will write notes. Of like when I smoked it, um, be, even like what I'm drinking, like some cigars I know just from when I see it, I go, oh, that tastes good with a chocolate milk or that tastes wait, good wait, with wait, a coffee. Wait, chocolate milk. Oh, gosh. Seriously, chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. And that was by accident. It was just like, I, I'm a sucker for some chocolate milk. And I was like, man, I, I just, I think I'm going to go have a cigar real quick while the baby's napping. And I was like, damn, this like brings out that flavor so much. And I got to note it down. I'll never forget this. Uh, Vlad Astoyanov, friend of the show, who is uh, the distributor for Castagli Cigars here in the U.S. He, <laughs> I think he was the one who told me uh, ice cream mm. will go pretty well with some cigars. I could see that. Now chocolate milk. And, and <sighs> that just seems like chocolate milk would be very thick. It is thick. And you're, you're smoking a cigar. I don't see how that goes together at all. <laughs> It's even um, the book gets worse, actually. Like I knew the the <laughs> cancer stat because in the back I have a learning section when people come over because I, I just like to teach and it has, you know, history of leaves and statistical stuff that I found that I don't want to like, where was that link? So I just put it in there and do you read books on cigars then? Yeah, I read a lot. What books for cigars would you recommend? Like I've read the Ultimate Cigar book, which I think That's is pretty good. good. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the one. The one quabble I guess that I have with that cigar book is he talks about plume. Yeah, and I don't think there's any plume. There is no plume, only mold. I think there's a whole podcast on it. You can check that out. Um, and I get pretty animated about that because I hate it when when you walk into a B and M and they're like, ah, oh, it's just plume. No, it's not. There's no, it's mold, man. Yeah. Okay, good. We're on the same page yeah. because I did so much research on that. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, but if like, I guess cheese isn't a good, good example, but like if you go into like a, a, any kind of like specialty food place and they go, oh, it's, it's just a mold. You go, oh, I'm not buying it. Right. Like I, I, I get that you, you as whoever is, you know, pro plume, but I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm you not, keep it. Right. You wouldn't eat, like blue cheese is a thing. And I get that. It's not my thing, but it is a thing. And people, people do like blue cheese, but I can't think of another food where you're like, oh yeah, no, it's just mold. Go ahead and eat it. You're fine. Yeah. Even when they mold steaks, they cut the mold off. And I understand that mold is literally on everything, mm -hmm. everything, but it's whether or not it'll bloom. Mm -hmm. And when it blooms, that's when you have a problem. Yep. And thankfully so far, I've not had a a mold problem in my humidors. I haven't had a beetle problem in my humidors. No, I was trying to think of that beetles. That was, yeah. Yeah. Have you had any of that? I haven't. That no, was like no. when I read that, I was like, that's a thing. Oh, now I'm freaking out. Right. Right. I, I did have one cigar that somebody sent me as, as a gift uh, and that he got from a large online uh, retailer that had a beetle hole in it. But, I mean, the beetle was dead. It was just one tiny little hole. I tossed the stick. Yeah. See, I've ha I have one. I had one that had a bunch of holes and i was like is this what it is but it's like i don't even care throw it away yeah i'm not gonna i don't want it. it yeah as long as they're not if it's if it's spherical that's a beetle 
I had a I worked for ironically I worked for the state for like three summers when I was in high school and part of being the new guy is you have to go out and scoop all the dead animals off the road <laughs> and so like if let's say it's you know it's Nebraska Fourth of July weekend you got a three day weekend a dead deer that got hit Friday afternoon and you got to pull it off on Tuesday morning yeah I mean literally have pulled you go to it's you walk up to the deer it's covered in maggots you can't even see the deer. This you pull gross. the leg and the leg just falls off. Yeah, gross. So now you're saying that I'd be okay with mold or be I'm like, no, no fuck. No, no, no. no, not no for me. Not, yeah, me either. I'm scarred. Me either. So you talk about doing research, you talk about all these books that you read and you're really into it. You once upon a time were a content creator. Yeah. What did you what were you what content were you creating? Uh it wasn't. Because you did a podcast. Yeah. And you've done YouTube. Yeah. Well, basically what happened was when I was on the road, there's not a lot of stuff to do. And I just got so burnt out. You know, and I had the typical thing like Mary, I was with at that time, I was with her for 10 years, married for three, came home off the road. She had been having an affair for a year, you know, no kids at that point. And I just wanted to do anything opposite of welding inspection. Well, I was just starting the podcast, doing video editing on the side and video editing is a pain in the ass, big pain in the ass. It was an okay gig. Yeah. But. It just gets old. It's it's time intensive. So it, is, it is a time suck. Oh my god! And I did that, and then I so I co-bought in onto a digital marketing company, and they basically just didn't have the work effort. And it, it I as soon as I felt like trapped. I was like, this is gonna. It's never gonna work because you're just we're we're just gonna lose money. Yeah. So, but at the time, I you know, then I had access to all this equipment. So then I really boosted the podcast that I was doing at the time, left to death, just through the roof, and that was so time consuming. On top of that, what was the podcast about? Left to death. Uh, you know, just being on the road. My nickname is Leffy L E F F Y. Also, it was left to death. Well, yeah, left where that came from was I was on a pipeline dig one time and this guy from Texas was like, so what do they call you? Lefty? And I was like, no, it's Leffy. And he's like, L-E-F-F-Y? And I was like, yep. And he's like, oh, so you just you just left till death then. So I, I just spelled it left to death. Yeah. Yeah, I and like it, it. I just ran into so many people on the road that had just crazy stories and I was just wanted to interview people from different work backgrounds and stuff it's like that. So much fun, isn't it? Oh, it's so much fun. I mean, we were a two or three hour long podcast. Yeah. I mean, and people would tell me like, "Oh, they're too long." I'm like, "Then don't listen," because right. I it, for me, I kind of had the Joe Rogan thought process on process on it was, I'm talking to these people because I want to talk to them. I'm not talking to them to get a view. Right. So it was just like, hey, I talked to them. Here it is. And it just, I mean, it got such big traction. And then it just got to the point to where it was like, it's kind of like I owned a DJ company when I was a kid in high school and it, it turned into work, not fun. And that's where the podcast happened. I was doing it so much. It became a job and I just got burnt out on it. Are you afraid that's going to happen doing the ashtrays where it's going to just be oh, I'm just, I'm doing this all the time and it's blowing up and it's now a job and I don't want to do it anymore. No, because of those lessons. Like I have no, no um, thought on expanding to where I would hire somebody. If it's sold out, it's sold out. You know, my biggest thing is uh, turnaround time. Sometimes it's a matter of a day or two, sometimes same day, but I just- Same day? Same day, yeah. The manufacturing just comes in so handy. You know, to be able to cut out a lot of the processes to where it's 
when I first started, you know, I was like, okay, I got the order. Now I'm going to build it. And then as I built it, it's like the only thing different on this from theirs is what they want engraved. Why am I wasting their time on this? So I would pre-build stuff to where they can get it almost instantly. So how much of a of a, a black backlog do you have of stuff that's sitting there and all you're waiting for is an order and the engraving part? Like an inventory? Like Yeah. Like what's your inventory look like? Um, mm, I mean, I usually keep maybe 30 pieces you know i can kind of 10 to 30 wow just because i i can tell as time continues to move on statistically you know this sells more this sells more like i know that when father's day comes up you know said parts are going to sell a lot more so we need to have those ready these will make a great father's day gift for sure for sure like 100%. Like Tim saw the one that you gave me because Tim's here. Like I said, we're here at Capital Cigars, Lincoln, Nebraska. And uh, we just got done recording the Cigars and Coffee with Jeff, uh, the humidor coach. And Tim's like, oh, I want to order one of those. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to order that because that, it's, it's just absolutely gorgeous. There's not a father alive that wouldn't love this gift with his name engraved on it. Yeah, I think the... The one that I've been working on forever, and I just can't, not necessarily get it figured out, but... You're just not happy with the design. Not happy at all. Sorry, and, and speaking of that, that's what I was saying, like when you said like there's some weight to it, I have one that has never come out, and it's gorgeous. I like combined different woods and made this like crazy pattern and all this stuff, but when you feel it, I think the price range on it would have been like about 50 bucks. It didn't feel like $50 to me. Like, you should get it and go, oh, this is worth it. And it didn't. So I was like, no, we need to put that on the backlog. We'll figure it out. This is a question that I have because I see these ashtrays out there that have these crazy patterns. And they're obviously different woods. And I am not the handiest of individuals. I can't. I couldn't do what you do. I want to be able to have that skill. (laughs) I do not have that skill set, sir. I can edit a podcast like nobody else. I cannot do that with my hands. I wish I could. What goes into pressing those woods together and getting them to stay? Is it just as simple as like glue and dowels or? It depends on the wood. You know, it's just like when you deal with metals, different woods react differently. Different woods smell different. They, they cut different. Um, you know, like that's uh, it's a it's a cypress from Mississippi Delta, which means that it takes stain well. It's relatively soft, but it works good as a hardwood. It's weatherproof. How in the name of fuck? Do you remember all of that? <laughs> Nerd, man. Nerd. <laughs> I would never. I'm like, it's wood. I don't know what type of wood it is. It's just wood. You just, I mean, you just, you know, you just, you're so involved with it. So it's like. They c- become your babies. So it's like cigars. You become a cigar nerd. Sure. And you get into, you get into the wrappers and, and you get into the binders and the fillers. And you know where those leaves came from and what farm it was at. And what that, t- that flavor profile is. It, it's like when I was on, um, it was a podcast of cigar podcasts anyways, not too long ago. And they, I was basically saying, you know, that about I don't have many taste buds cause I lost one when I was a kid and they were recommending cigars. My wife listened to it and she's like, I have, they, they were pretty much speaking Japanese to me. And I said, well, when you're in that world, like it's the equivalent of saying like, I don't know, you know, uh, a Chevy Silverado, you know, it's brand then type. So to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I know that brand and that style. But to her, she's like, I have no idea what you're no talking about. No idea what about. you're talking about. Right. Yeah, it's it's foreign. My wife's the same way. She's like, 
everything you said to me, it might as well have been in a foreign, foreign language. She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And that's the, like what I was saying with the one that I can't get happy with, I guess, is I I was born with glaucoma, so I only have one eye. And my uh, my exist or existing eye, my working <laughs> eye is they both exist. They're still there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the one that works, uh, regardless, I'm night blind. So in like, you know, this being from Iowa in Nebraska, you go out on the deck and smoke a cigar. You turn a floodlight on at night or something. Mm-hmm. It's bugs everywhere, everywhere. And I can't see Dick without a light. Right. So for me, I want I, I've. I've made it and it will work. I just am not happy with it. I want to make a cigar ashtray that has an underlit LED light that's remote controlled so that if I need to ash or do whatever, it's low lit. The bugs don't want to be attracted to it. It's waterproof and it looks pretty cool. And it looks cool. So like ambient lighting where you can see what you're doing in the dark. Custom colors. I will buy that if you ever get it right. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, I will buy that. Because that's a cool, that is a cool design that you don't see in ashtrays ever. There's mm-hmm. not any light source with it. You've got to provide your own light source, and you're right in in the dark, and it gets dark here in Nebraska, especially when you're not in a big city. It gets dark in Iowa when you're not in a big city. Yeah, I I literally live next to a cornfield. Yeah, it's it's hard to see where you're trying to ash. So unless you want to have that floodlight on and have moths and everything else, like that would be, I would 100% buy that in a heartbeat, no matter the cost. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you come out with that, you, I I will be watching for it because that's that's a fantastic idea. I want to I want to talk about what kind of equipment it takes, uh, woodworking equipment, because I know there are uh, several carpenters that actually listen to this show. Oh yeah, uh, nice. What what did what did you have to buy? Um, you know, at this point I've got two, well, I have three, but the one is so small I don't use anymore, but I have three. I run Sane Smart, which is a, I think it's a Japanese CNC company. It's just what I started on. So I just, they've, it's kind of weird. Like when I bought theirs, I think they were just starting and I didn't know it. So as they've expanded their machines to get bigger and bigger, I've just continued to buy the same ones just because. I can use the same tooling and everything, and um, if something breaks, you can grab it off the older one. So there's some CNC machining that goes into it. I would say at this point, it's maybe a quarter hand done by hand, and the majority of it is done by CNC because it would be very obvious if I had the the first one that I made or like one of the early ones that I have that I smoke with. It's so rough looking. It's comical. And to be able to cut, I like clean lines. So to be able to program and just make them look clean, the CNC is just. Is that what does the engraving as well? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I It's absolutely, it's it's stunning. It's stunning. I, yeah. I can't wait for you guys to see this. I mean, like that logo in the center, you have to use bits that are, it's, they're temperamental. It's like they're so small, you can barely see them. And I mean, if you if you push hard enough with your finger, you could just snap it in half. And that's where, you know, understanding the wood, what you're working with and, you know, grain direction and cut patterns and stuff like that, cut depths comes into play because, I mean, I've crashed a machine a million times and that's how you learn. Yeah. You learn by screwing up. How much does it cost? Like, what was the initial investment to start this? This is a legit small business that you're you're making pretty good money at, I would imagine. Yeah. 
It's like, what was the initial investment to get started on this? The uh, first, actually, the first machine I started with was six hundred dollars, which at the time was a big deal because we just had a baby. Yeah, and I had no idea what I was doing. Like, I thought, you know, I have a CNC background and I've written code forever. This will be easy. No, I crashed that thing so many times. And I'm amazed it still works. And and then I just kept getting bigger and bigger. The bigger machines, you know, you're co- talking a couple thousand. And that's why I think that's why I like Saint Smart because everybody always goes to Inventables just because they have a good marketing campaign. But I mean, you're paying, you know, they're granted it's a four foot, I think four foot by two or four foot by four foot cutting area. You're talking twelve thousand dollars. I mean, if if I'm only making a cigar, if cigar ashtrays, that's a lot of cigar ashtrays. I got to turn. That to, is a lot. To pay this thing off. Yeah. So. What's the highest end cigar ashtray you have? Probably that one. Probably that one. So 92 bucks. Yeah. For 92 bucks. That's a steal. Yeah. I try I try and keep it. You know, I, that's always the battle of, you know, going to the, the mills and stuff like that, looking at wood of like, you know, because I've had people say, I like this, but it would be better like this, this, and this. It's like, well, yeah, that's why this is at that price point. Because right. that's the only way I could get it to that price. I can build you one that'll make you shit yourself, but so will the price tag. So will the price tag. And I've seen some of those uh, on Instagram where it's like, here's this ashtray, and it's absolutely drop dead gorgeous, but the price will make you drop dead. You know, you're looking at six, seven hundred dollars for yep. an ashtray, something that you literally are putting, you know, yeah, burning leaves inside of. It's not going to stay looking that nice. At that point, it's $700 for a conversation piece because I would never use it. This, it's $92. It's gorgeous and it's functional. And it's functional. And I've, I have several uh, wood ashtrays at home that I'm always fighting with. Like, do I want to burn this? Do I want to sit the cigar on it? Because it's, it's wood, right? So it's going to leave a mark when it, yeah. you're going to get that patina, so to speak, yep. from it. But that adds character to it. Yeah, and that that was also another battle. You know, luckily we're living in Nebraska, I have the, like I said, the one that I use when I smoke. I leave it outside on my deck all year round because I want to see when the when the snow hits and then it melts and it gets hot. Is it going to split? And it hasn't yet. I mean, you're obviously going to get fade from the elements, but I mean, if it rains, I let that thing fill up with water and just let it sit there. I want to see what it does. You know, so they're they're coated in. Different, each, it depends on the wood. There are different coatings, different waxes to, you know, handle if it's dropped, if it's burnt, or it's it, when you you hit it on the head with that comment of. I always think of myself as I don't know if you remember those. It was like I think it was Goodyear with the 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 Goodyear the white guy looks like the Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, the tire guy. Yeah, the tire the, guy, the Michelin man. Michelin man, thank you. That's him. He grabs the tire and he's like, "Oh, this is my baby." And then the factory line keeps moving, and he's like, "Moves on next one." Oh, this is my baby, and mm-hmm. sends it out. That's how I feel with these, but it's always this i this irony situation of this looks so beautiful, and within you know first ten minutes of using it. They're going to have ash all They're over. They're going to have ash all Spilt over. Drinks. Sp- right. Because you have the ones with the coasters on. I mean, yeah. but they're meant to be used. And that's yeah. part of that. It, it just adds to, like I said, I think it adds character to it in the long run. And as long as you take care of it and you're wiping it out when you're done and you're not leaving it outside in the elements, and you're taking it inside and you're washing it out, like it's going to last forever. And when you're smoking cigar, you know, you're talking a minimum of an hour. Probably you're sitting around. 
It's a conversation piece. It is a conversation piece. And I, 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 especially for people who have friends. <laughs> yeah, not me. <laughs> not me. Tim, Tim tolerates me. I don't, I don't, think, <laughs> as he shakes his head, yes. Uh, he just tolerates me. Uh, but yeah, it, it, you sit around with somebody and you can talk about it. And if they get into cigars, cause you talk, you shepherd people into the hobby. Yeah. That's yeah. not an easy thing to do sometimes, especially in, in the climate right now. We're kind of on the, the downswing of, eh, it's a tobacco product. I'm not sure I want to get involved with that or make yeah. it an everyday thing. How hard is that to shepherd people into it? Actually, you know, the crazy thing is it sounds weird to say, oh, I started a business in 2020, the worst year ever. But everybody was stuck at home. They couldn't go to lounges. So suddenly they're almost like, I actually don't have an ashtray. Yeah. So that's, I think that obviously helped with the explosion of it. But to be able to have one, this is, I want one that, you know, is custom to me. It's something I appreciate. I actually, like, sometimes you just need to take a step back and look around. To me, I think that cigars are going to blow up because I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm a huge comedy nerd. And I was listening to, I think it was Two Bears, One Cave with Tom Segura. (laughs) I know that podcast, yes. And they were talking about, you know, he was basically saying, like, everybody's smoking cigars now. And he listed off the comedians. And I think if you're starting at the top, it turns into this thing where it's like, you know, if you're, say, a Joe Rogan fan and you see him smoking cigars on this podcast, you go. Foundation. Foundation. Thank you. And he, you know, he and he's smoking. You go, okay. well, this is a guy who his whole life is working out. He's incredible shape. Why does he like cigars? Maybe I should like it. Maybe I should try it at least. It's not. It's different, right? It's it used to be. I know we've talked about this a lot on the podcast and on uh, cigars and coffee, but it's it's a lifestyle thing. It's more it used to be a status thing for sure. In the 90s, especially, it was a status thing. And you saw, you know, Arnold smoking his cigar. Yep. And yep. anymore, it's everybody. Yep. It's it's white collar, blue collar, kings to street sweepers. Like Glenn Loop says, it is the ultimate equalizer. It brings everybody onto a level playing field for the hour, hour and a half, two hours. You're sitting around smoking a cigar. And so it doesn't matter if you work with your hands or you're sitting in an office or you're the CEO of a company. You're all on equal footing when you can walk into a cigar lounge. Mm-hmm. And there's something in today's climate about fairness and everybody being equal. There's there's something about that that just kind of clicks. Yeah. And like, man, I say like too much. I'm trying to turn to break the habit. And everybody, everybody has crutch words. And people outside the podcasting industry don't understand that. But when you're literally <laughs> editing a podcast for, you know, two to three hours every week. And you have guests on that typically are never on a podcast. Like you, you podcast, so you've yeah. been great. But there are people who are literally every other word is, um, um. so and so and like, <laughs> uh. But I do it too. I'm like, and and, and uh, to everyone's brain, everyone's turning has to catch up to your mouth. So I, I get it. But everybody has crutch words. You're you're doing great for me. The thing that I loved about smoking cigars was even like uh, how I had talked about my working on the road, you know, that was I did that for 10 years, 350 days gone. Yeah. And I talk about being on long jobs, you know, for a year plus at a time. But there was plenty of years where I was in a different town every day. Yeah. Every day across America and then outside. So to be you don't 
if it's if it's cold outside, you can run out the back door and smoke a cigarette real quick. But if you smoke a cigar, you, you got to slow down no. and relax. And that's what I liked about it. Everybody just settle down. And, you can and, tune out the and, noise if yep. you want to and just sit there by yourself with your thoughts for an hour and a half, yeah. an hour, 45 minutes when it's cold outside. And it's it's just you and your thoughts. You see, that's my thing. Like, I, I love music so much. My I would say, or I'll still... I said I did it over there earlier. I sit outside and put my headphones in and just listen to music and uh, as loud as I can. And that's just, you know, it's my wife doesn't like the music that I listen to, so that's my chance to. Uh, my, yeah, do same it. here, yeah. yeah. What kind of music are you into? Well, I my dad was a DJ and so was I. So you know, like just uh, before I came over here, I mean, I was listening to everything from the Cars to Action Bronson to Cadillac Three, David Bowie. I mean, I just jump around. I love it all. Yeah, it, I'm a big uh, breaking down like the instruments. Like we'll be in the car, and I was like, "Baby, you hear that bass line? That's what makes this song. The bass is what's keeping it." And <laughs> yeah. she's like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, she's like, "I don't care." Yeah, yeah. Why? I like, yeah, that's my wife too. Like, why are we listening to this at the volume we're listening to it at? I was explaining to my nephew last time I saw him, I was like, do you, you listen to this song? You don't understand the drum. The drummer is the leader. <laughs> I said, do you hear how the drummer is leading you into the chorus? And you don't even know it, but you know it's coming because he's leading you there. Yep. And you could see his, you could see the gears turn like that side of his brain had never been opened. So he'll hear music differently, but that's just how I hear it. And it's interesting that you say that because I, I sometimes, uh, when I do reviews, I, I, cause I'm a music head, I'm a musician. I, I typically, I typically use music as, as an analogy to what I'm smoking. Like it, there's a crescendo here, like it, it ramps itself up and then it backs off and there's kind of a bridge in between the, in, in between the thirds. And so, yeah, it's, I understand all of this, all of that. Right. And there's going to be people <laughs> listening to this going, the fuck is this guy talking about? So before we get out of here, real quick, I want to talk about, so you were a podcaster, you you were a content creator, now you're a small business owner. What lessons kind of overlap between podcasting and being a small business owner? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, you know, from a woodworking standpoint, my biggest advice that I give to people is don't start with your product size, start with a box that you're going to ship it in because I'll run into people all the time and say, you know, I want to make this and I want it to be a foot by two. And I go, why, where'd you get that size? And they go, well, I just, I want it to be that. And I go heavy research the box because, you know, especially with the post office, you know, USPS, a quarter of an inch can give you another 13, $14. Yeah. And if you're selling a product for $34, that's a big deal. You know, I mean, you've got to pay attention to this stuff time how fast can you turn around something as far as content like it's so funny to me i just got on instagram not too long ago because i had so many people just complain like we just want to see it you know we want to see yeah, what's happening see what okay i'll you know i'll do it and, and i i love it i love like if somebody comments or messages me uh, like this guy messaged me last night from the uk i talked to him for an hour we're just bullshitting about dumb stuff and it's just me. And I've had all these companies like reach out like, hey, we're a marketing agency. I'm like, I don't think this is going to no, work because yeah. it's just me being an idiot. I I hate to keep using the word ironically, but ironically, for somebody who makes cigar ashtrays, I don't get to smoke cigars as much as you would think. How I, many do you smoke a week? Oh, gosh, maybe one or two. 
See, that's that's Tim. He's typically the one or two a week unless, you know, he's got the time. I'm smoking two a day. Usually it's when I'm working. Really? Like, like making stuff. I've had, it's so funny, I've had people uh, leave reviews like, I just, and I loved the smell of it. It's like, yeah, because I was smoking when I was making it. It wasn't infused. It just soaked it up. I'm glad you liked it because I didn't even pay attention to that. It was this cigar. <laughs> Smoke it while you're, while you're using the ashtray. That's great. So the website is uh, gstncigars.com. Yep. Cigar or cigars.com. Cigar. Cigar.com. Uh, the Instagram is the same, GSTN, uh, cigar doc, or, uh, GSTN Cigar. Yep. Uh, check him out. If you're listening to this podcast, we are doing a giveaway. Uh, this is a, It's a great giveaway. Uh, you're going to get this uh, uh, Wade versus... Why Evans. Can I not? Wade versus Evans. And I've seen the movie. I don't understand why I can't remember that. I had to keep looking it up. Yeah. Wade versus Evans. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, you'll see a picture of it on Instagram uh, to, today, but you'll also see it when this episode comes out. Absolutely gorgeous. $92 value. He'll engrave your name on it. So like you're getting you're getting a great deal here. Leave a comment at simplystogies.com on this podcast episode uh, and you can uh, win this. Uh, but you can also order them if you're not lucky enough to win it. Uh, GSTNCigar.com. These are beautiful ashtrays. Jeff. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today on this gorgeous Saturday uh, in April in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yep. Capital Cigar. This is your home lounge. How often are you here? Actually, this is the first time. Well, I come in here to buy cigars after work on Fridays, but I actually haven't been able to sit in here since pre-COVID. Oh, wow. I used to come here every Sunday because I like to write, and I would come here on Sundays and uh, get a, I'd say just give me like a pot of coffee, and I'd smoke and write for a couple hours and and they've got great coffee here. This yes, candy they do. Coffee uh, that we we got from uh, Bagels and Joe, which I don't remember the street that it's on, so you can just Google it. Forty eighth uh, and Old Cheney. Forty eighth and Old Cheney. Good God, everybody <laughs> here in Lincoln knows where that's Bagels at. Bagels and Joe is the shit, man. The great it, lunch too. It's a fantastic cup of coffee. We got the uh, eye opener with the espresso in it, <laughs> uh, but definitely check out these uh, cigar ashtrays. Support small business where you can, uh, especially somebody who is in the cigar culture and, and lives it and breathes it and loves it. I can't, I can't thank you enough for coming in. I can't thank you enough for the gift. It's absolutely fabulous. Uh, I can't wait for people to see it. Hell yeah. So that's Jeff GST and cigars, Jeff Gaston. Thank you very much. Join me next time when I will be in Orlando talking with the fine folks at deep South That should be an interesting episode. I'm looking forward to that. And until next time, friends, stay smoky. Thank you for listening to Simply Stogies. Please rate and review Simply Stogies on iTunes. You can follow James on his cigar journey on Instagram at Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word, and on Twitter at the Twitter handle at Simply Stogies.